Was The Mandalorian, Episode 5, The Gunslinger, good? I'm your host, Ravi. As always, joined by my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. Welcome to the Was It Good podcast. We're back. All three of us are back. Yes. With one week hiatus when Arjuna thought going to a country that is in America was a good idea. I went to Paris and I asked for freedom fries and I got kicked out. <laughs> Seriously? No, but oh. it was great. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I, I do have a fun story uh, that I haven't told anyone yet about Paris. So I know, didn't ask. So when you go, when you are go you to telling a foreign us? country, the first or one of the first things you should always do, uh, according to Ravi here, is go to McDonald's or go to the fast oh, food yes, places. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I did go to a McDonald's, and I can report that the milkshakes <clears throat> use way too much vanilla extract. Ooh, wow. Uh, they have potato wedges. There. Also, not even French fries. No, but you, have, you can get French fries, but you can also get potato wedges. I like that variety. Really? Uh, yeah. Because oh. it's Christmas time, I did not eat the chicken nuggets because it's Christmas time. They put nutmeg. Ew. In yeah, the ch- yeah, in the that nuggets. doesn't sound very that good. Uh, disgusting. And then they also have more vegetarian option, and they had an Indian uh, veggie spice wrap, which had like these two veggie patties with like Indian spices and like lettuce and stuff. At McDonald's? At McDonald's. What the? Did you take pictures of this? I think so. Wow. Arjuna, as as an influencer <laughs> in 2019, uh, you're terrible at this process. Terrible. Terrible. Anyway, we're not talking about Arjuna's weird vacation to Paris. We're talking The Mandalorian. We're talking the new Disney Plus series that nobody really actually cares about the main character, The Mandalorian. Everyone gives all the care to this little green cute thing who is whose noises come from cats. I don't know if you saw this tweet that came out. No. There were questions as to who's doing Baby Yoda noises. And supposedly, the rumor is, is a combination of cat noises, various animals, and some other sound effects. That I think I said it either last episode or the episode before. Baby Yoda, uh, the child, the kid, whatever you want to call him, is very cat-like yeah. in some of his mannerisms. Yeah. So that actually makes sense. So I just find it interesting that when you see him moving, he moves really slowly. But off camera, he moves really fast. Right. Just I like, mean, just like another character named Jar- Darth Jar Jar. <gasps> Coincidence? Okay, Darth Jar Jar moves fast in general. Because oh, you're talking about that fan theory yeah. video that explains like, j- y- like I remember it's like there's like clips of it where Yoda's like moving his hands and it's like that looks like he's using the force. Oh, wait, Jar Jar, yes. Jar Jar, yeah. And Jar also Jar was standing next to Palpatine at Qui Gon's yeah, which yeah. makes no he sense. He like waves his hand and like people do things. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. It's a load of BS, and you're crazy. It's a great fan theory, but if it ever became real, Krishna, oh, it'd ruin the, wouldn't it? Would it, ruin, ruin, it would everything. ruin everything. I yeah. think it I would, would stop would, Star Warsing at that point. It's a, it's, a, it's a great theory because, uh, and we're definitely off track, but you, ca- <laughs> when, if you keep that in mind, Episode One, if you keep that in mind, Episode One becomes an infinitely more enjoyable movie. If you believe Darth Jar Jar Binks is a Darth, it, it just becomes so much better. I mean, that movie's good in general. It, no, it isn't. Really? There, I, are, there, I, are I, I, there are good sequences. I remember specifically the good old age of nine years old. What you were young and dumb. I remember watching that thing three times in a row. Well, that was VHS. That is terrible. You. You. So each and time you, were, you watched and it. And you were with me. Each time you watched it. And it was it, in Rhode Island. The quality would have gone uh, down because yes. it's VHS. I don't think that's how it works, but okay. Well, anyway, we're talking it. Mandalorians. Can we keep? Can we stay on track? Well, well, you're the host, man. Tangent. You're the host. Hey, there isn't a Mandalorian in episode one. 
There is? I said there isn't. Oh, there isn't. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. But in episode one, they visit a planet. Yes, they visit a planet, which was also visited in this episode of The Mandalorian. Very good. Tatooine. We brought See it back. that connection. Yeah. Now, on this podcast, we like to do our one-word impression. Mm. It's where we recap the episode yep. and give a one-word impression. Cool. So I don't know why I had to explain that, but you, little one <laughs> with the glasses... Krishna, go ahead. Yes. See, I did you. that. See, you, I did that. My uh, my one word impression is very safe. Uh, the safe. one word is throwback. Throwback. Uh, the episode was littered with little throwback nuggets to earlier episodes. Mostly, mostly, uh, and when I say episodes, I mean uh, the Star Wars movies. Mm, the yes. main episodes, episodes one through uh, through six, really. Uh, I don't. I don't think there was any. Yeah, one through six. Episode um, seven hasn't happened yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the nuggets being obviously Tatooine, the Mos Eisley spaceport. Uh, Way to ruin the whole podcast, Chris. I know, uh, but you let me go first, so I get to do that. That's my prerogative, you know. Uh, you know, um, the uh, uh, some lines here and there. It's just there was a lot of, and this was a Dave Filoni directed this episode. Am I, is that delayed, correct? Yep, the Dave Filoni directed. Yeah, and I feel like they probably wanted an episode. I feel like they were in the writer's room probably, right, when they're planning this out. And they're like, we definitely have to have an episode, right, where we can just poke a little bit of fun um, at some, like, classic lines and scenes and locations. And they're like, there's only one man for the job to direct this, and that's Dave Filoni, who worked on Clone Wars. And I thought Michael Bay would have been the man, to be honest. That would have been terrible. Uh, oh. So, <laughs> to cut a long story short. Yeah, I was going to say, where is this going? Throwback. This, throwback. Is, this is also the first episode of The Mandalorian that wasn't written by John Favreau. <gasps> or, didn't, or John Favreau did not have the writing credit, I should say. Dave Filoni oh. also had the writing credit mm. for this episode. Yeah. Uh, Arjuna, what's your one word impression? Filoni. That's. That is a word. It's a, and it's a single word. Uh, so it is within and, the rules. Uh, well, let me explain it, right? So I'm going to go Filoni because this felt like a Filoni episode. Now, Filoni. So you're using his last name as a verb. Yeah, he Filoni or an adjective. Or an adjective. Yeah, See, exactly. It was a it was a Filoni episode, right? You know, from beginning start to beginning, uh, it felt like a it felt. Wait, did you just say start to beginning? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I get that you just got off a of, like a I don't know an jet umpteenth, is, umpteenth jet hour is flight, real, but jeez, but <laughs> start to beginning. Start and that's to where beginning. It uh, <laughs> that is the way. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but no, you know, if, if for those who've seen Clone Wars and Rebels. Uh, it, it, this episode was just kind of a live-action version of one of those, to be honest. And uh, I love Dave Filoni as a showrunner and his overall vision for Star Wars. His individual stories are fun most mm. of the time, but mm. I wouldn't say they're necessarily unique. I wouldn't say they're necessarily mind-blowing or the greatest television out there. Uh, and there were a lot of... Filoni elements to this where I was like, huh, this isn't really a live action director, if that makes sense. Hmm. I keep hearing that about Dave Filoni. Like, he was given he was given the opportunity to do Clone Wars. He came out with that god-awful movie first. Hmm. Somehow turned it all around with the series, and then that's like the one thing I keep hearing about him is that in terms of executive producers, they don't seem to have the the confidence that he could do a live action like film or whatever by himself, and that 
potentially, yeah, he's more series type driven I can, and, and I overarching can see, series. I know, you know, I, as an executive, I could point to a few elements in this episode and you're an executive. No, if I was right, oh, oh. you know, and if I, if I was an executive that had a background in film production or just basic storytelling or whatever, there's definitely, there's definitely elements of this episode that don't work for me. Wow. Wow. Comes out firing. On all cylinders. Well, uh, but fun fact about Filoni: Does anyone know what his first like really big thing was? Before? Samurai Jack. Uh, yeah, it was a cowboy, because he wears a cowboy hat. No, he <laughs> he was a he was a storyboard artist, a character designer, and uh, later director for Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it was an animated show of sorts. Uh, so my one word impression, because that's all that really matters to me, and I'm. Quite near the point now. Oh I'm totally boy. not thinking it on the fly and, and getting nervous because I really don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with short. Short. Yes. It had a runtime of just under 35 minutes. Hmm. Uh, I believe it's one of the shorter episodes. And because of pacing uh, and so forth, it definitely felt like a very kind of quick episode where it's, you know, on planet, fine job. Do job, twist, end. It's interesting because even though it is one of the shorter episodes, I felt it felt like one of the longer ones to me because very little happened. Hmm. Interesting. I, I mean, definitely watching that, it the but... second time because obviously I was watching it with you. Sure. Watching it the second time, it felt a lot quicker. Yeah. Hmm. Like it was kind of like a boom, 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 done, and then moving on. Hmm. So our sentence with our one-word impression comes to, in order, uh, throwback Filoni short. Yeah, that makes lot, sense. I love it. That makes a lot of sense. Throwback Filoni short. Sounds like a sandwich. Ooh. Or short, if you rearrange them, short throwback Filoni. Oh, wow. Yeah. That makes a lot <laughs> of sense. Short throwback Filoni. Yeah. The STF. Does anyone yeah. know how tall? Oh, shut the fuck <laughs> Does anyone know how tall Filoni is? No, but <laughs> I'm sure he's short. I think on this podcast, we just called him short. So, yeah. whoops. Yeah. He's probably the right height to be a, a stormtrooper. I feel like Ewok. I feel like I've seen a picture of him in stormtrooper armor. Sure. So. Oh, he's 45 years old. Is he really? I just looked it up. That's weird. I was looking for his height, but he's they don't have 45? that. He's 45? Wow. Just Google it. Wait, Dave, we're seriously live on our Dave podcast Filoni. going to look up Dave Filoni's height? Height. According well, to Google. We call him short. Ah, according to Google. Dave, oh, it doesn't come up. I don't feel like that's, like, public <laughs> knowledge. Yeah, like, it's not It's not an athlete. Like, yeah, if he's an athlete. No, 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 actors, actors, you can easily find that. Yeah, he's not, a, he's not okay, an athlete. Okay, then uh, Pedro Pascal. How tall is Pedro Pascal? Six one, I think. No, Pedro's Pedro short. Pascal. I don't think so. Yeah, I think he's pretty short. Pedro anyway. Pascal is. Drum roll, please. Just no drum roll. 5'11". 5'11". Oh, wow. Close. So he's Christian's height. Oh, no, he's Christian's a little taller. 5'10". I'm 5'10". Oh, wow. I'm 5'11". Are you? Mm-hmm. Good for you, buddy. So, moving on. <laughs> so, uh, the title of this episode that we put out on the internet mm-hmm. to draw people's attention because, you know, SEO and all that is um, the man... The Mandalorian. Wait, actually, I don't even remember. Uh, Mandalorian finally gives into fan service, mm. and the reason I kind of wanted to title it that way, and I think you and I, Christian, were joking and laughing about this, is every I don't know every couple of minutes there was some kind of Star Wars reference. Very obvious. Very obvious, like Star Wars reference. Kind of like when like a sitcom, like How I Met Your Mother, or whatever, is like. I'm going to make a reference to the Battle of Hoth. Mm. That's kind of what sure. it felt like a little <laughs> bit. And inside its own universe. Inside its own universe where there were things like when 
when um uh the Mandalorian and the the kid bounty hunter are trying to get the assa- did we yeah. figure out the assassin's name? Oh, I'll look it up. Cucon. Um when they're going after the assassin to get that bounty, he throws out the line, "She's got the higher ground," yeah. which is like a classic. It's like a meme at this. Point. <laughs> it's a huge <laughs> yeah. meme. Yeah. I have the high ground. It's like it's a big meme. So it felt like the writers. Definitely are like poking fun yeah. at like the the the, props, the Star Wars props, like pop culture. Props to them for knowing, like you know, just the big to throw ones. Throw some yeah. of those in there, just because I I thought I was I thought it was great. Yeah, I got a kick out of it. I it was, was like, hilarious. And the fact that they put it in one episode, that hasn't they didn't do it in the first four, and I doubt they're gonna do it in the next five. Right? I'm like, perfect. You got one episode. You have a little bit of fun. It's out of the way. Boom, done. So we do have five. Yeah, that's right. We have five more episodes. Well, right? and I think I said this. At Earlier, it's because Filoni wrote the episode too. Yeah, and well, he he shocking. and he himself he is a he, he is a Star Wars nerd. I mean, he took the ultimate nerd job. Yeah, got to hang out with Lucas, which, by the way, I truly believe them hanging out was um like there at like George Lucas's estate at like some really long table, and George is eating fried chicken. And Dave, this is what I imagine because oh weird. okay, and Dave is at the other end, like 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 a weird intern, like. Trying to ask questions, but like super, super nervous. Jesus, that's what I imagine. Um, but yeah, so for you guys, like, what were some other like areas that you noticed where it was clearly like, oh, you're giving a nod, nudge, nudge, wink, wink to us? Yeah, I mean, like right off the beginning, this one's probably a bit more vague and it's not confirmed or anything. But so that first in the first the opening scene, right, we got the battle with that fighter, and to me, I just immediately thought of like a Naboo starfighter. Now it wasn't, but it had that yellow. And it, it just looked like a Naboo Starfighter kind of flipped, you know, like backwards. It yes. reminded me of an X-Wing with the the long wings. A little bit, and yeah. it looked like they could have opened almost. Do you, do yeah. you think maybe some pi- – the bounty hunter – I mean, bounty hunters, right? They're just the, – they're scavengers, right? Yeah. They're yeah, just exactly. piecing stuff together. Or they're even, buying stuff. Even, yeah. the, even the flight suit looked very rebel-y and – Yeah, you know, kind it, of it, worn down. Yeah, exactly. And I think they're trying to kind of – you know they're they're trying to show that the show takes place on the outer rim away from you know the star wars movies right from the the shine and gleam of the empire and the rebels and the resistance and the first order and you know all that type first of stuff first order yeah so. and then obviously the the obvious one is tatooine like yeah. and you know it's like oh look there's tatooine they're on Mos Eisley they're almost following the exact journey well, let's actually talk about that specifically, which I thought was like a real. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I know everything, mm. but I thought it was interesting that when he's flying in, w- the only way you're able to identify that it is Tatooine. Nobody ever says Tatooine, right? They say when he flies in, Mos Eisley Port. Mm. Um, when they're going through Tusken Raiders, which are local to Tatooine, um, there's also. When he m- kills the other bounty hunter, and um, what's her the actress's name? Mengna, Mengna Wang. No, no, no. The uh, who was the? Oh, uh, Amy Sedaris. Her character tells her droids to take the body out to um, pit droids. By the way, yeah, the uh, canyon of doom, or like some canyon or whatever that's actually referenced and said in episode four. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but it's all these like little pieces, mm-hmm. right? That when you put together, you're like, oh yeah, it's one hundred percent. Tatooine. Not, not to mention the exact cantina and the exact table yeah. where Han Solo and Greedo have their whole shebang, you know? Did anyone so. did anyone look to see if there was like a blaster or like smudge or anything on the wall? I don't think there was. No. Oh, that would have been that, that would have been yeah. pretty cool if yeah. there was it like been, it would have been scrubbed maybe. 
Really? Why? Well, well this over. is the latest we've seen Tatooine in universe and timeline because yeah. obviously Tatooine hasn't shown up in the sequel trilogy right. yet. So this is uh, this is our latest look at the desert planet. Do we think looks exactly the same? Do we think? <laughs> wait, wait. Do we think it does show up? And Star Wars and Disney to save on production costs. We're like, you have to do an episode and utilize the Tatooine set. Well, honestly, to be Maybe. to be completely honest, a lot of the shots on Tatooine looked green screened. So there's actually some weird shots when uh, Sedaris's character, I believe her character's name is Peli Mato. Ah, uh, uh, yes, Peli Mato. When she picks up Baby Yoda, like the ship and everything look really green screened. Like, well, I mean, the ship's not real, so that makes sense for sure. But like every, <laughs> but it look like it's it looks like very obvious. And then uh, like the the speeder shots looked a lot of those looked green screened. There, well. the speeder shots were probably that I would say is some of the low lights for me because mm. you know speeders are. They're iconic. They're actually you mentioned this about the speeders. They're they look like the speeder bikes that you would get on Battle, Endor. Battle of Endor. Yeah. Or um, the yeah, or the Ewoks and the Ewoks, know, all, that, yeah. all that jazz. But yeah, that was some of the more disappointing because it's yeah, not good CGI, unfortunately. I thought that in itself could have been a throwback though. Because let's be honest. Episode four, Tatooine, even redone, it's still very obvious that, you know, yeah, of course. These bikes, it doesn't age. Yeah. I I have a I have this the part of me that thinks that they they kept it obvious enough where it was like this whole episode maybe is supposed to feel sort of dated a little bit. That makes know? sense. Maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just bad. I don't know. <laughs> I I I view it as bad production, you know. Well, uh, what do you mean? In terms of like bad CGI? Yeah. I mean it's to me, it was good enough. I was like, uh, not it, everything I mean, needs to, it doesn't need to. To nip. me, uh, it's bad if it takes you out of it. Mm. You know, like if you don't, you know, I think part of watching something is, is a believability, right? Uh, you're trying to, you're immersing yourself in this type of content. I think when you see something and it makes you think and you're not focused on what you're supposed to be focused on, sure. then that to me is bad, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like if you, the extra of it's like staring right at the camera, yeah. right? Unless that's intentional, unless that's part of the I think that, I mean, that's, story. That's what I'm saying because right. the last time you see, or in this timeline, you see Tatooine's sure. episode four, right. and to me, I believed it because it was like you could put this potentially some of these scenes next to episode four, and you'd be like, it's all the, the visuals are very similar mm. because of. I, I guess that's an I, interesting I, I take. think maybe that's now that I'm actually talking myself into it. <laughs> Uh, I think perhaps is that's that what you, for. is that what you did with Triple Frontier? You talked yourself no, into it. No, I didn't have to because it's the greatest Netflix movie I've ever seen. But then, but then, <laughs> why not? So then, this is uh, what I was referring to earlier with Filoni. Mm. You know, uh, when we see Tatooine, we get these great big landscape shots. Right, mm. you see the rising suns. You get the big wide sand type of shots. You didn't get that in this episode. Right, so if it was a true throwback to when we've seen Tatooine before, mm-hmm. how it's been portrayed, we didn't get that same feel. So to me, when I was watching the episode, I didn't, even though it was stated to be Tatooine, it didn't feel visually like a Tatooine to me. It felt like a green screen studio. When in the prequel trilogy and then the original trilogy, when you're in Tatooine, the way cinematically it shot, mm. it, those it felt like that what it was that to me. Sure, with those giant, big, wide type of shot sure this felt like a this felt like a a studio lot with a few extras you know what i mean like I, I don't well know. fun fact it's actually shot in playa vista in yeah <laughs> exactly it was it's the whole thing is shot down in 
there's a studio right near where we actually work, and they shoot this there. You want to be an extra? Yes, I do. (laughs) God damn it. All right. Well, it's too late for that now. It's too late to apologize. So another, I kind of like, let's stay on the negatives. Like, why be positive? Yeah, let's just be negative. The world needs more negativity. Just kidding. It needs more positivity. But staying on the negative right now, uh, length of the episode. Mm -hmm. The reason I kind of put that in there is I feel, and maybe this is like a a personal attack to myself, but I feel when we subscribe to these more pre these like premium subscription based service things like Disney Plus, um, HBO, mm-hmm. uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, when they come out with serialized content, I expect that content to be forty five minutes to an hour. Okay, sure. We're getting <laughs> these episodes seem to be getting shorter and shorter and shorter. So first episode was only thirty two minutes, I think. Either way, what the hell? You know, I think I don't think. I hate shows that are like every episode is going to be the same length. And, you know, I watch the Arrowverse shows and every episode is between 42 and 44 minutes because it follows that old school television of like we do 22 episodes over 30 weeks, you know, X amount of time Mm -hmm. with commercial breaks to fit in that hour slot. With streaming, you don't have to worry about commercial breaks. So I feel like make it as long or as short as you need to tell the story that you want to tell. Yeah. And I think um, that's why I don't have a problem with the length at all. Yeah. Mandalorian, at its very core, is very simple. Yeah. Like, it's like one objective per episode. It involves a few characters. To be to make any of it longer, I feel like they, it would it would drag, or they would be stuffing in too much mm-hmm. to make the episodes longer. Yeah. I think it. I think it's in true Star Wars fashion. It's like you you have a situation, you have the world, you know they've. The, you know they've explained you know a bit, but they're not over-explaining, and so, you know, to me the the episodes are perfect, yeah. and I think the it'll work really well when at the end of it you you can binge it, and then you're like, okay, oh, that's well, where you'll get your and, and so far length. we've the the formula this show has fallen into is essentially, you have the Mandalorian in a situation with another co-star, which is generally different every yep. episode, every episode so far, uh, in some type of conflict. That conflict has, at this point, to this point, been a Western genre or subgenre or movie, even inspiration. Mm. Uh, and that's the way it's kind of gone. And I, I think they, you know, some episodes have been longer than others. Uh, I don't have a, an issue with with the length either, to be honest. Nice. <laughs> Shut so, down. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Um, In fact, I think the length is a strength. So take it off low lights. No, stay on the low light <laughs> section of my outline. My, my favorite thing <laughs> in interviews. Uh, my greatest weakness is my strength. That I just do too much and I'm too strong. <laughs> That's yeah, I also want to say my greatest weakness is my strength. Yeah, <laughs> I'm too strong. So where the hell am I going next with this? Oh well, I mean, as we're still in the negatives. Oh yes. Yeah, one thing. Uh, so I just mentioned like the formula with the supporting characters. Mm. So I think one thing that the show is struggling with five episodes in. Um, is that no characters really recurred yet. We're right. not really building a cast of any type. We're getting these one-offs. These one-offs um and we have this Mandalorian character who we're seeing grow in small ways, mm-hmm. tiny uh, ways, tiny like tiny, tiny micro, ways, micro ways. But, you know, microwaves? Star- 
it's interesting because Star Wars, you know, and it, I'm not saying the Star Wars, you know, because it's Star Wars, it has to be this way. But, you know, Star Wars in every medium we've really gotten is ensemble in some way, shape, or form, right? Mm. E- all the movies, even the spinoff ones, most of the video games, you know, uh, the the books, everything, right? There's there's some type of ensemble. There's, a, you know, it's a large supporting cast because it is a space opera, right? So it's just interesting that, um, the Mandalorian hasn't built that out yet, and maybe what they're doing with these individual characters, um, are they they come back later? You know, there's they're they're inter- all gonna come back and live on the ship together. It's interesting. Well, I hope that's not. my theory. <laughs> and, uh, and you're yeah. gonna get basically Star Wars Firefly edition. Firefly. Yeah. I think I'm okay. Again, you know, uh, maybe I'm just a fanboy who's just totally bought in. Sure. The I, I'm okay with this because from the outset, it's been presented and billed as sort of this western. Right. And the Western is very much a solitary figure uh, going through different situations. Sure. The man with no name, right? Right. Yeah, he works with a couple people here and there. But for the most part, he's the only, you know, guy sure. in each movie, you know. Right. And I think th- – and that's, it feels like that's what they're going for. And I think for the most part, they succeeded with it. Because um, I, I – the – the only part that I'm disappointed in is that there's been some really good supporting characters, and I'd be very disappointed if they don't come back in some way. Sure. Like, uh, what's his name from episodes one and two? Uh, like, the guy's like, I have spoken. Right. Right? That guy's great. And I'm sad that we, you know, potentially we'll never see him again. Right? I can't imagine that you would go introduce, like, especially with this being, like, a new series. We know a season two is coming. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if we were never to see that character again because – It would be sad. Why would you spend two episodes with him? Actually, did anyone hear because Ryan? Because you're doing this journey, and, you know, you don't want bad characters, so. Uh, Ryan Johnson dropped a huge spoiler. For what? For Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, Uh-oh. let's hear it, because we drop spoilers all the time. So, oh, real quick, if you're listening and you don't want to know about Season 2 Mandalorian spoilers, stop listening. This is your warning. Goodbye. Whatever. So, do you guys do you guys want to hear a spoiler? Yeah. Sure, because I doubt it's it. real. We're in it to win it. But, so he said he said he's on the season two thing, and he's like, and he saw the Baby Yoda puppet, which means Baby Yoda survived season one and yeah. is in season two. That's not that's that big not of that a, big of a spoiler. I think it is. Here's big why. Wait, wait, no, wait, hold on. Because wait, wait, Baby Yoda's not real. It's a puppet. That that is a spoiler. Oh my god. That is a spoiler. <laughs> oh my god. All the people in the world are gonna be so sad. It is a big. It's a big spoiler because. One of our bold predictions. It was yours. Oh. No, it was yours. Mine? Yeah. Uh, it says right here under episode five. No, no. This is for Natalie. That was Natalie's prediction, not mine. Oh. Well, somebody put it under Krishna. Oh, yeah. Someone messed up. <laughs> Ravi. Uh, na- that was Natalie's. You ah. said mortally wounded. Yeah, I did say mortally yeah, wounded. Yeah, that's under there. Yeah, not that doesn't mean death. Yeah, so he just can't read. No, oh. a more if you're you wounded, can survive. So this mortally is, wounded, Christian. You know, mortally wounded means you die, right? No, well, yeah, but this is <laughs> this is Star Wars, right? I said mortally wounded, and then he's gonna get saved by the Force. Oh, but that's not listed here. It just says well, Baby Yoda mortally wounded. Yeah, yeah, which means he. I, I said die. the end of it, and then season two. Right? Did you not listen gonna, to the podcast, Junior? I I listened to some of it. Yeah, I you skimmed li- it. I not finished the whole thing yet. Wow. Uh, I was asleep when the life. Mortally wounded happened. looks like you're gonna die, but you, this is fiction. People get mortally wounded all yeah, the time, and I, then they live. I wouldn't say that that that's far of a stretch big, of like a spoiler. big spoiler. It's Star Wars' biggest money maker maybe ever. There's no way they're gonna kill him off. Yeah, they, the, the amount of merchandise that's gonna come out, the fact that it's pulling people into get. The Disney Plus streaming for service. Yeah. Like, there were so many people at work that were on the fence, yeah. and then people yep. 
are now like jumping in and being like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna go pay for this now so I can watch this this show." I, I know two non-Star Wars fans. I don't. We have two shits about Star Wars. They literally turn on Mandalorian and they fast forward until there are Baby Yoda parts, just because they're so know, in love with Baby Yoda. Do you Yoda. know who? So who we work with? He um, just watched the first three episodes back to back. Guess who we work with? Julian. No, no. Jared. No. I work with him probably more than any of you guys. Ryan? No. Alan? No. I mean, this is like Gothers? useless. Har- yeah. Harmon. Oh. Uh, yeah, Harmon, Harmon watched it, which is surprising. Is he a Star Wars? He's not a Star Wars? He's not like crazy into it like, like yeah. us. Yeah. But like that's that I, f- I find that interesting because like there's so many people coming out. They don't really care for Star Wars or whatever. And they're like because there's it's such a – I don't say phenomenon, but because there are all these memes and these – Gifts and this yeah. and that and all this stuff about it's the Game of Thrones. People are certainly uh, talking about it, yeah. big time. It's the ga- it's the Game of Thrones thing. Like so many people didn't watch Game of Thrones, and it became so memeable and right. such a talked about thing. People binged seven seasons of television yeah. to watch the last season. And now we're getting into the part where the le- you know the Rise of Skywalker is coming out in less than two weeks at this point. Yeah, we have two episodes left of this. I wonder. Are we going to get more connected to episode so nine? That Disney loves their corporate synergy. So right? there is uh, – Dave Filoni did come out, I believe, with it on an interview, I don't know, like two days ago potentially. Um, basically, he claims and said that um, the child, Baby Yoda's origin will be explained before this season wraps. Oh, amazing. Why would he release that? Why would he even I say that? I don't know, but he did. To well, pacify someone. No, so. no not to pacify. I, I don't think it, that's – I think it drums up interest, yeah. right? If if you're like, well, you're going to have to come to season two, people are like, all right, I'll just wait mm. to watch these episodes, right? Because baby – everyone knows, like, socially, right? Baby Yoda, the child, whatever we want to call it. Everyone socially calls it Baby Yoda. That has been the main focus. That's been the big talking point. But why say anything? You don't need – why you don't – Because you build up – in now, now it's like, oh, we're going to learn more about this guy. You're going to get come a payoff. In. Because think about, think about like baby – the first couple episodes of Baby Yoda. You're learning all about him. He's moving around. Mm-hmm. The last couple episodes, he hasn't really done much, right? You get the memes and the fun things, but like story-wise, like – Sure. That you know, you're you're so losing. He's used to force. Losing, hasn't really done right. It. You're losing some steam now, right? So now you gotta you gotta juice people back up. Oh, we're gonna learn more about Baby Yoda. I'm All back right, in. Stick around. Because uh, yeah. I I feel like I feel like these last few there's been you know I think it's starting to die down a little bit. Well, it, that also makes sense. We're halfway through the season. Yeah. Any any television series sure. halfway through, you're kind of like Watchmen didn't. Cool. That's true. Watchmen, Watchmen did Watchmen not have to be down yet. Watchmen just somehow started off high. You know why? But you know why the showrunner said that he came in with a one-season pitch, and it's a story beginning, middle, end. Amazing. So we're not getting season two of that. No, he didn't say that. He just said that the story that's being told in this season is contained. Is contained. Oh, thank God. Amazing. That's good. good. Anyway, we're not talking about that. Um, (laughs) Easter the. Let's move into our theory section here. Uh, So at the very end of the episode, um, the assassin bounty hunter. Gets shot, and then we think she's dead, and then a person walks up to her. Her, her character's name, by the way, is Fennec Shand. Yes, right. Fennec Shang. Shand. Shand. Fennec? Fennec. Fennec. So what, she is get, that, she, what is that familiar? Fennec. Fennec. Maybe you're thinking of Riddick? No. From the infamous Never mind. I might three be bad on a tacos. Different show. The game? Um... So who do we think that character is? Christian, you, you think it's... It's got, it's got to be... Uh, Moff Gideon. 
Is that his name? That's the Giancarlo Esposito character. Oh, he's a moth. Yeah, his official description is he's a he's a moth. He's a, he's former, a, a former governor under the empire. Oh, yeah, he's whose life him. changed after the rebels destroyed the second Death Star. Yeah, no shit. Why do you think his life changed? Because he was no longer a governor. Probably. Maybe he something lost, with his family. He lost his holding. <gasps> uh, Maybe his like kid was on there. Maybe his chicken company got. Destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was the Polo, official. Polo he's the official spot. El Pollo. Yeah, Pollo. El, El Pollo. El Pollo. Uh, his, yeah, I think it's. I think it's Gus Fring. James yeah. I think I don't know why. I think it's a Mandalorian. I kind of want it to be a Mandalorian. I don't know why. I feel like it would be the more boots kind of seemed Mandalorian. Mandal- but then also like when he was walking, it was like noise, like a ching ching noise. And when the Mandalorian walks, he also makes a similar type of noise. Like the armor. Clinking. Yeah, like the there's armor clanking. But then again, you know, if we've seen from the original trailer of the Mandalorian, um, what's his name, Moffat? The, the Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. So we've seen the Moff Gideon character is wearing armor mm-hmm. in certain shots. So it's possible he was wearing armor. So I don't know. I, don't I know. feel like they're waiting for season two to do the classic uh, negative, he- like negative. Uh, what's it called? What's what you know? The negative reflection or the the to the main. You know when they do in shows and movies like the the main character and then the the villain or the antagonist is just like a dark version of that same character. Hmm. What's that trope called? It's, it's generally a superhero no trope, right? You know, like, for example, the Flash, his arch nemesis is Reverse Flash. <laughs> Creative. <laughs> <laughs> they should have called him they should have called his, uh, his negative, like, slow man. Uh, but actually, <laughs> Reverse Flash, like, in the comics and even the TV show, is actually a very cool villain. Oh. Well, like, doubt, he's, way, he's way more interesting than the Flash. Usually that's how it goes. But yeah. granted, that's not hard. But <laughs> do we have any other theories before we move into the bold predictions from the episode? Yes, I have a fun fact. Let's hear it about the uh, the Mandal well, not the Mandalorian, the bounty hunter that he was working with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character's name was Toro Calican. Calican, Calican. Uh, I asked if the actor was we recognized him, right? Because it was like it seems familiar in some way. Um, so the actor is Jake Cannavale. Now. Jake is the son of an actor known as Bobby Cannavale. Bobby portrayed the stepdad in the two Ant-Man movies. Wow, uh, that's my okay. fun fact. All right, um, never, so. never. No, present- but he's a he's an actor. He's a he's an actor who's been in a bunch of stuff. He like he was in Jumanji. He was also in Will and Grace. Is he in? Was he in The Expanse? Is he listed there? Uh, let's find out. I think he might. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I mean, I I'm sorry, I don't care about that character. <laughs> that character him. that character was very Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Um, he's 20. Yippee! Very the annoying. Actor, the actor is 24 years old. He's yeah. very very yeah. Young. Yeah. If if they're trying to go for an annoying character, they, they cast did a well. great job. They cast well. No offense, not not seeing anything about him. Oh, okay. Being, All right. Uh, so uh, bold predictions. So we've done mm. a couple now. Let's. I'm gonna read off of last week's bold predictions. Uh, starting with Krishna's. Krishna's for episode five was um, Baby Yoda was going to be mortally wounded. He almost was. He, well, yeah. He was close to, yeah, that was a close gunshot. Yeah. Uh, mine was uh, G, uh, G, um, Giancarlo, Giancarlo eats some type of chicken. <laughs> you just keep stealing flowers. <laughs> What's wrong with that? The and hell? then uh, our guest, uh, Natalie, 
uh, Farmer's Daughter comes along for the ride. So, unfortunately, none of those things happened. Oh, I yeah. also had one. Oh, and Cridge, Arjun, you had one. We see the Mandalorian's face at the end of the episode. Yeah, that fail. also didn't happen. Fail. So, so far, uh, we suck at this game of predicting well, things. Well, that's good. It means the show's unpredictable. That's You don't want a predictable show. That's a good point. Actually. Well, actually, yeah. my, my, my reverse to that is the show. They're playing it pretty safe right now, too. Makes sense. It's a bre- it's a live action Star it's a, it's Wars. We don't know what's going to happen. There's nothing to play hey, safe, guys. We have no expectations. Hey, hey. I'm just bringing in alternative <laughs> points of view. I, I hate your point of view. All right, I hate We're it. Playing it safe, and the show sucks. Wow. I'm gonna go watch Crisis. Go back yeah, to go Paris. Do, yeah, please, go, please go do that. That'd crisis, be great. crisis. Um, so for episode six, mm. what do we think is happening? <sighs> and nobody look at the title, Arjuna. I don't even I didn't know look the at the title, title last time. Uh huh. Mm. I seriously did. Uh huh. I don't think they, they release the titles oh, until okay, they, they come out. They have to be a bold predictions, right? Yeah. There would be a lightsaber in the next episode <laughs> that will be turned on. <laughs> a lightsaber. I don't know the context, but there will be a lightsaber. You I'm said done. you said there's two more episodes before episode seven. Uh, yeah. So, so the release date's changing a little bit here, right? It so is? yeah. So the next one is coming out Friday, December thirteenth. But the episode after that is coming out Wednesday, December 18th. Oh, oh shit. Before before anyone publicly has, publicly has seen Rise of Skywalker. Why would you do that? Uh, oh, I know why. Why? The origins of the First Order, which was my, I think, show prediction. Uh, I heard somewhere that we'll actually get that in Episode 9. I told you, well, yeah, and I, I think we're going to see the beginnings in Mandalorian, and we're going to see the end in Rise of Skywalker. You're welcome. I, I have ruined the show for everyone. I have spoken. Go home. So, wait, so what's your prediction for episode six? We're going to see some kind of lightsaber. Lightsaber, okay. Lightsaber. And then, uh, Arjun, what's yours? Mine is going to be that we see a connection to Rise of Skywalker. Okay. That's very. In the next episode? In the next episode. Wow. Before the, uh, the December 18th episode. Yes. I think strange. we're going to start seeing. Very strange. I think we're going to start seeing. Here, here's my one. <clears throat> we're going to be on a a more, a, a brighter, um, more alive planet. What? So <laughs> the first episode, we end up on like a desert planet. And then he leaves. And then the next episode, he's on like a dirty planet. With a little bit of life. Then he's on that, like, water world. Mm-hmm. Now he's on Tatooine. So my thinking is... Actually, no. For following, following the order, actually, it'll be another desert planet. He's going to go to another desert planet. Like, another dead-type mm-hmm. planet where it's, like, grungy. Not, he needs to go to another snow planet. Or snow, no. He hasn't been to one since the very beginning of episode one. Yeah, that's fine. Well, that's okay. that's the safest one uh, here, Ravi. So you, <laughs> you failed. Um, just be bold. Actually, uh, so not boring. Actually, real quick to go back. Remember, we we were just talking about who was that person at the end. Mm. Do we think that she's dead? No, she's not dead. You don't think she's dead? No, she's not dead. Even though she got blasted in the stomach, it's fine. Stomach. She's yeah. fine. And was crumpled over. That's fine. She took a nap. Good acting dead. job. By to, yeah, she could have just done an acting. Did job. Did anyone else find the uh, the young bounty hunter's death kind of weird too? Yeah, that did seem a little like weird. both of those deaths seemed really weird, right? Yeah. Like, the way they were kind of shot and then portrayed, like, it felt like there was an extra beat on both of the bodies, like, after they died. Even the music stings were a little different. Mm. Yeah. Is there something with that? I think it was a little strange. I think it wasn't to put emphasis. But it... No, but I felt like they did put emphasis. Oh, see, I... That they weren't dead. I took it away as, like, it was... 
less emphasis. No, because kind of like oh, it's moved over, move on. No, because how it was portrayed to me was they like killed them, but they didn't like the characters didn't react like they normally do when they kill someone. Well, that's why I, t- I take it as because this is a PG show. Sure. Oh, you're not going to emphasize death. So you, we can burn stormtroopers alive, but we can't show uh, a dead character more than one Stormtroopers are okay. Got it. Be- well, no, stormtroopers are okay because there's no face. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, that's, that's a thing. I know that. That's a thing. No, I, so, I know. I yeah, know, you're, you're, you're right. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. Wait, you just called me right. You're wrong. <laughs> Wait, you're did wrong. I just get confused? I think we're all confused. Okay. I think it's that time. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Ravi. Was Mandalorian episode five good? No. Wow, you are a loser. No. And I and I it can't you. it can't consistently be good. Yes, it like can. it can't be perfect. And it, it, we are good seeing good doesn't mean perfect. And we are seeing we're getting it it's a filler episode, ultimately. Which is fine. Let me ask you this. Yes. Did you say episode four was good? Yes. Was this episode better than episode four? No. Yes, it was. You no. said right after the episode. Yeah, it was better than episode. Yeah, but I, I just watched it again, mm. so I have a little bit more knowledge. You are you are flip flopping. I don't trust flip floppers. Arjuna was episode five good. It was not good, and the reasons <laughs> for me because I'm going to start another podcast. Right <laughs> <here>. <laughs> no, it just to me it wasn't good. I I just feel like the I think Filoni failed a little bit in develop in. In uh, delivering some of the consistent beauty shots that we've gotten in the first four episodes, glory shots. Yeah, like I just didn't. I feel I didn't feel like we were in the the, the, the glory holes. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Why would you say Whoa. that? Why would you go there? Because we're opposite Disney Plus. We're not family friendly. We don't care about the kids. Unbelievable! <laughs> this this podcast just got X rated real quick. Uh. I just I just felt like it failed. I think the show is losing momentum. I think it it's natural, and I don't think the show is bad by any means. I just don't think it was a good episode, and it wasn't one that I enjoyed. Impressive, well, Krishna. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> wow, Krishna. He's just gonna say yes. Of course, was, he's gonna say yes. Uh, was the Mandalorian episode five, the Gunslinger, good? Yes, it was good. I loved. First of all, we didn't even talk about this. I loved Amy Sedaris's character. Yes, I thought the pit droids were great. The use of the pit droids was hilarious. Um, even though they're all CGI. Uh, the the episode I loved all the throwbacks to you know the movies. Um, it was you know I thought it was a, a a good intense episode. I liked the strategy that the Mandalorian employed against the other bounty hunter. Uh, I for- personally thought visually it was great. It was up to par with the rest of the episodes. Um, so yeah, it was good. I was I'm, the most important thing. I was very entertained, as well. And Baby Yoda was great as usual. The end. It was good. Don't believe these two. Uh, Bad Cycles official position is good. Uh, we're canceling. I'm getting you guys <laughs> off the show. We're getting canceled. <laughs> and yes, I would watch it again. Obviously, I might it skip almo- this. It one. almost becomes redundant. Of course, you're gonna watch it again. You're gonna binge this. At no, time. I will rewatch one through four <laughs> and seven, oh six through God. eight, but not five. <laughs> it insulted me that much. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, you can find the Was It Good podcast on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM, on Twitch 
uh, twitch.tv forward slash was it good. This podcast is continuing through the Mandalorian season, so anytime there's an episode, expect our wonderful voices right afterwards. Yeah, even the fin- even the uh, episode that's coming out during episode nine, we're going to have a busy week because we're going to be doing that podcast. We're going to be doing episode nine podcast. I believe that Sunday is the Watchmen finale. Are we releasing four fucking podcasts that week? Might be three or four. Oh, my God. Anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, goodbye.